Hello and welcome back to the Grazia Life Advice Podcast. I hope you're having a really good week. In today's episode, we get some great advice from a British actor who you might know from Black Mirror or her new fantastic Apple TV show, Suspicion. Hello, my name is Georgina Campbell. I'm an actress and I'm this week's guest on the Grazia Life Advice Podcast. Georgina chats about persevering in the acting world and why she's ended up playing a number of quite unglamorous dystopian roles. Or what is success? To a lot of people, success who aren't actors think it's being famous. You know, they're waiting for you to become really famous and for you to get this big job. And and acting is, is very different from that. Acting isn't like a ladder, acting is like a jungle gym. She talks about growing up and eventually learning to embrace her natural hair. I think it was my sister who got straighteners. I was just suddenly like, oh wow, that's amazing. I'd be so stressed about it. Like if I went out and it rained and I wouldn't want to get my hair wet because I didn't want it to go back curly and didn't want to get like in the pool or do anything really. It became really constricting because it was so important that it stayed <laughs> poker straight. Finally, Georgina tells us about the power of saying no. Advice I think we could all do with hearing. You know, and then the producer in the end was just like, all right, fine, let's find something that you want to wear. And that was it. And it was really quick. And then it was over. And all he wanted to do was get going. And then as soon as you realise, oh, okay, like it might be uncomfortable for a second. But at the end of the day, in most situations, not in everyone, you should be able to kind of set those boundaries and say, no, I don't want to do that. We talk about all that, plus therapy, social media and how to have teeth as nice and sparkling as hers. Hey Georgina, thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. It's really great to have you with us. How are you? How's your day been? I'm good, thank you. I'm really glad to be here. I've um, I've just travelled back from Spain. I'm shooting a movie in Spain at the moment, so I've been there since November. So I haven't been home since November. So I just got back yesterday, so I'm kind of like enjoying being at home and just relaxing. What's your like vibe when you get home from travelling? Are you someone that has to unpack straight away? and then feel settled or do this, does everything sort of stay in the suitcases for months at a time? Yeah, everything is still in the suitcase. I think I'm going to try and unpack tomorrow because I don't like things being too messy. It makes me a little bit stressed. So, but uh, yeah, I can't be bothered at the moment. <laughs> You're here to share some life advice with us. And your first piece of advice is something that you call annoying as hell, but very necessary. What is it? <laughs> it's flossing (laughs) I feel like um yeah it's flossing I I'm almost 30 I'm 29 I'm 30 this year and I would say I've probably only started properly flossing every day in the past year which is really bad so I'm trying to be more grown up and look after my teeth because I don't know I suppose like the older you get the more you start kind of worrying about things that you know in your early 20s I didn't I didn't really worry about my teeth that much Listener, I can confirm that Georgina has an amazingly (laughs) white and sparkling set of teeth in her mouth. I'm very impressed. Do you feel like as an actor, you're sort of expected to just like be able to smile on cue out and about in your personal life a bit more? And do you have any thoughts on like being sort of told to smile or expected to smile as, as like a woman in the world? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I kind of, I hate that. It's pet peeve. I think a lot of women find that annoying being told to smile. My resting face probably looks a bit grumpy. So I feel like I get told to smile a lot. Mm. 
Yeah, I suppose as an actor or, you know, I, I guess nowadays anything, like if you're on Instagram or whatever, like teeth have kind of become a huge thing, especially in the UK, because I feel like in the UK there's kind of like a bit of a joke of like, British people don't really look after their teeth like you know in America everyone's kind of very dental you know everyone has very um, perfect teeth Mm. so I feel like people are now kind of getting on to the trend and and more people whitening their teeth and stuff like that Um, which I suppose is a good thing I don't know it's a good thing unless people go too far. Like I've met a few people who have got such white teeth that it's really distracting. It's got to get it right, haven't you? It's true. Yeah, you definitely have to get it right. You don't want to kind of be blinding people like Ross in that episode of Friends. <laughs> do you find that when you watch yourself back on TV and, and on screen, do you find yourself like scrutinising your appearance or are you kind of used to it now? Oh, no, I'm really bad with that. I think that's one of the main things that um, I find stressful watching myself. And I always um, very much zone in on my two front teeth because I have I have like a bit of, you know, I have two big front teeth. They're a little bit rabbity. Um, so sometimes I kind of am like, oh, my God, my teeth look huge. But uh, I don't know, it's fine. Not everyone can be perfect. That must be just, I can't even imagine what that feels like to see yourself on on screen it's hard enough like having to watch myself in the corner of a zoom call definitely I feel like as well kind of very rarely play like glamorous roles which kind of takes the pressure off a bit the last few jobs I've done actually has been like minimal makeup and lots of dirt really can you tell us what they are just for listeners who who maybe don't know your name yeah I I did a, a film in Spain which I'm still working on which is Bird Box Barcelona so it's a continuation of the kind of bird box world and it's a new story of a group of people in Barcelona when this thing happens where these kind of creatures end up on earth and everyone has to kind of like stay blindfolded or they kind of get attacked. Oh, wow. So I've been doing that and that's been pretty grubby because it's sort of end of the world type feeling. So not much makeup around. <laughs> And um, I did another job before that called Barbarian, which we shot in Bulgaria and is a a horror film. So, again, was kind of quite gritty. And, yeah, it's been a few jobs with lots of mud involved. (laughs) (laughs) And your second piece of advice, Georgina, is don't value your own success by comparing it to others. How has this been something that you've learned in your life? And was there someone in particular that, that helped you realise it? I think it's it's a really common thing. It's hard not to. I feel like when you're young, you kind of look around when you're at school and you kind of, you know, look at the popular girls or the pretty girls and think, oh, I, I wish I could be like that. I remember I did art and there was a group of girls in my art class that were very good at art. And I used to kind of look at their work and think, oh, I wish I could paint like that or draw like that. And then especially once you kind of get into kind of acting and and careers that are very open for judgment and for people to look at what you're doing and also have opinions on what you're doing or, or how well you're doing or what is success to a lot of people, success who aren't actors think it's being famous and that sort of what people are waiting for you know they're waiting for you to become really famous and for you to get this big job and and acting is is very different from that once you're in the industry 
there are so many levels of success within acting that have nothing to do with fame. Mm. And you can be doing really well. I like like in the music industry, I suppose, as well, or anything like that. You can be doing really well and not everyone necessarily knows who you are, but you're still doing well. You're still successful. You're still working. And I feel like I've kind of learnt probably more through kind of therapy and things like that than necessarily someone specifically saying it to me mm. that it's kind of really bad for you mentally to be judging what you're doing by what other people are doing. And especially with Instagram and things like that, it's very easy to see a kind of glamorized view of people's lives. Everyone puts good pictures up on Instagram. Everyone looks happy on Instagram. Everyone's going on these amazing holidays or they're doing a great job. And it's very hard not to look at that and sort of think, oh, well, I want that. So you just have to sort of stay in your lane, I think. (laughs) Yeah. And I can imagine in acting as well, there's no real logic sometimes to who breaks through and who becomes like mega famous. Of course, like some people are amazing talents. Mm -hmm. But then there's other people that I sometimes look at and think, wow, it's really interesting that you're someone that's now a household name. Whereas you're just as talented an actor as someone like I have friends who are actors and I'm like, you're just as good as them, but they haven't broken through in the way that you have. And that must be so hard to kind of just accept how illogical that can be. I think it is. And I think when you, I started acting when I was 15, so I was quite young. So I've kind of like learned over the years a bit more of how to kind of deal with those expectations and I suppose when I was young you kind of go into it thinking that the glamorous life oh you get famous oh you get to do this and you kind of feel like there's a should be a ladder that you go up Mm -hmm. and each rung you're you're kind of getting further and further but I remember I can't remember who said it to me but they were like acting isn't like a ladder acting is like a jungle gym and you kind of go across and then you might go up and then you might go down it so varies over the years you might be really popular for a little bit and then it might fall off a little bit and then you might get popular again and then it might fall off a little bit and you just kind of have to keep persevering and going and yeah definitely looking at other people's careers or successes in an envious light is not going to be helpful to your own successes in your own career and kind of defining what you want to do. Your third piece of advice is to buy a property as soon as you're able to. Now, of course, some people listening to this may be wildly far from that ever being a possibility. But why do you think it's so important? And can you tell us a bit about your journey in that respect? This was advice that I was given kind of by my parents. And I think my agents might have mentioned something as well at one point. And it's not accessible to everyone. And there's nothing wrong with renting. And sometimes people, they want to stay renting because they want to have the flexibility of being able to move and things like that. But I think for me, and especially for my parents, it's just having that little bit of security. And I think especially acting, it's not a very secure job. Like you don't really know what's going to happen or when your next job's going to come. So being able to buy a property and sort of be like, okay, I've got that. And also living in London, it's so hard to buy in London. But what's also unfair is that renting in London is so expensive. And if you can get in somewhere, the mortgage is so much less than renting. So it's 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 such a hard position, though, because it's very hard to be able to to get the, the money for the deposit and everything like that. So. But I'm very glad that I did get a property and kind of followed my parents' advice. It can kind of give you a sense of stability and that whatever happens, you've got an asset that you can do something with, I guess. Yeah, definitely, definitely. 
We're just going to jump to a quick ad break and then we'll be right back with Georgina Campbell. And we're back with Georgina Campbell, who is sharing her life advice with us. And we're on to her fourth piece of life advice. Could you tell us what it is, please? My fourth piece of life advice is to stop straightening my hair every day. I have curly hair. And when I was younger, I think I was around that kind of age where everyone was just straightening their hair like crazy, like me and my sister both straightened our hair. And then I got very much stuck into a habit of it. And especially when I was doing jobs and things, you know, you end up getting your hair straightened every single day and my hair was very damaged. And it was my sister actually who stopped straightening her hair first because she had a baby and she had no time anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So she was like, I'm done with it. And her hair is really gorgeous, very curly and all the kind of like curl pattern came back. And then she sort of said to me, you know, you should, maybe you could, could try it. And I think natural hair is kind of, become trendy again I feel like curly hair and things like that have become a lot more trendy recently and so I kind of yeah I stopped I stopped straightening it and to begin with it was an absolute mess but slowly the curl pattern has like started to come back and it's just I mean it means less time in the morning spent yeah straightening my hair and killing it why do you think you did straighten it if you were to like really interrogate what was behind that as a choice I think there were like a number of factors. I had curly hair and my mum doesn't have curly hair. My mum's Caucasian and she has very straight hair. And my dad's black and he shaved his hair. But I grew up with my mum and I don't think she really knew what to do with curly hair. So she would comb it a lot, which would make it really bushy. Right. <laughs> and we had terrible haircuts and I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to look after it. So I used to always scrape it back. And then I think when my, I think it was my sister who got straighteners, I was just suddenly like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And also lots of celebrities like, you know, Beyonce, I was really into Beyonce and Destiny's Child and they all had kind of straight hair. And I thought it was really beautiful. And I felt like I looked better with straight hair. And then it became sort of part of my identity. And but to a point, I think when I was younger, that was not good because I'd be so stressed about it. Like if I went out and it rained and I wouldn't want to get my hair wet because I didn't want it to go back curly and didn't want to get like in the pool or do anything really. It became really constricting because it was so important that it stayed (laughs) poker straight. And I think there's lots of people that had a similar had similar feeling. Totally. And I'm so pleased for your own sake that you have embraced your more (laughs) natural hair. And I mean, not least the amount of time it saves you getting ready in the morning. Yeah, definitely. Your next piece of advice is that when you're feeling socially anxious or unsure of yourself in social settings, that you should try to remember that you're not the only person feeling that way. Have you often felt like this? And can you tell me about some of the times maybe recently that you've really felt like you've had to remind yourself of this piece of advice? Yeah, it's this advice that I've definitely had through therapy. I'm like a very anxious person. I was very shy when I was younger. And then I kind of was thrust into acting and it was very overwhelming for me because you meet lots of people and you really have to put yourself out there and go for auditions and deal with a lot of rejection. And there's a lot of obsession about actors' personalities as well and being likeable and and kind of being having a spark or having something about you that engages people and it's quite overwhelming and I think yeah I just in general 
I'm quite an anxious person and would go into social settings and feel very anxious. And a lot of the time, especially when you go to university, you end up kind of moving towards drink as a way of helping that and kind of easing the nerves. But then it becomes harder and harder to kind of be in those situations without alcohol because you're used to kind of relying on that as a way to kind of like calm your nerves. So I've done lots of kind of therapy on social anxiety and the key thing is like lots of people feel the same way you kind of assume that everyone's got their shit together and that they are feeling you know just because someone looks really confident that they're a really confident person but most people are worried (laughs) question themselves and do you find that like in a say you're a sort of film party or like a, a big industry event or something that if you ever sort of admitted that to someone else like that could be a way of of bonding with them if you were like oh my god I'm a bit this is a bit scary isn't it or something and then they were like oh my god thank you so much for saying that I feel exactly the same yeah definitely because I think you're right I think lots of people do feel that way you just kind of you you don't want to say it because it's you feel like it's embarrassing or like maybe people won't think you've got your stuff together and but yeah I think I think you're right actually that's probably a very good way to to kind of get talking to people. And did your therapist give you any other sort of practical advice that you can share with people listening that maybe in a similar situation like that suffer from social anxiety about staying calm and feeling confident? I mean I, I take medication for anxiety which helps me a lot that's one thing that helps me a lot and then also just being easy on yourself and not necessarily always pushing yourself if you are feeling a little bit anxious you can kind of you don't always have to go to the event. If you are at the event, if, you, if you're feeling like you've kind of had enough, you can leave. And also being more open, like you said, kind of being able to tell mm. people, oh, I'm feeling a little bit this way or I'm feeling a bit anxious and stressed at the moment helps a lot. Something I've tried that's, I think maybe I've just made this up myself. If I'm feeling like intimidated talking to a particular person, I look at their socks. That's interesting. And then I sort of, imagine them putting their socks on and there's something so like (laughs) sweet and silly about putting socks on and then you think this person even like Barack Obama yeah put those socks on this morning (laughs) I don't know what it is but it just makes me feel like oh we're all just the same yeah I love that (laughs) and there's something quite like humanizing about it so there you go there's another tip look at the socks That's great. I'll definitely use that. I'll be staring at everyone's socks now. (laughs) And your sixth piece of life advice is that it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. How did you come to this realisation? I think it's something where you learn as you get older that that it is okay to say no. And sometimes I think you get into this feeling of what's going to happen? Like if I say no to something, am I going to upset someone or am I going to miss out or, you know, and I think something specifically for me at work, being able to say no to things that you don't necessarily want to do. Like I had a job a while back, I won't say what job, but um, there there was, we were having a little bit of thing about what wardrobe I was going to wear and they were trying to put me something that in something that wasn't very comfortable wearing. And I said, no, I said, I'm not going to do it. And it was scary. And the producer was angry at me and was like, I said, I wouldn't do the scene wearing something that I was meant to be wearing. I said, I didn't, 
agree to wear that and I'm not doing it. Good for you. And I remember being like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Am I never going to work again? <laughs> you know, and then the producer in the end was just like, all right, fine, let's find something that you want to wear. And that was it. And it was really quick. And then it was over. And all he wanted to do was get going because of the time and money wasted. And then as soon as you realize, oh, okay, like it might be uncomfortable for a second, but at the end of the day, in most situations, not in everyone, you should be able to kind of set those boundaries and say, no, I don't want to do that. And then that, and that goes, you know, even to simple things like if you, if you don't fancy going somewhere, you don't fancy going out, you can say no. I feel like lots of times people, you get kind of fear of missing out or that you're going to let down your friends or whatever. But you can say no. It's OK. Yeah, it's quite freeing when you realise that. And everyone understands. Definitely. Now, your worst piece of advice what's that what's your worst piece of advice that you've ever been given <laughs> yes <laughs> my worst piece of advice that I've chosen is to cut out carbs <laughs> <laughs> I love it because I love carbs I love bread I love pasta and yeah I just I can't it's I think acting there's so many crazy diets and people want to stay in shape and I mean it's fine do what you want to do but um, I was doing a job that I had to get a trainer for and I had to go on a diet and I had to do all these things which kind of made sense for the character a little bit because she was in the military and they wanted her to be strong but I remember having to cut out so many different types of food like not having sugar not having carbs and and I was really miserable I kind of I think you can have you can be healthy Mm. (laughs) And still, you know, have chocolate and still have bread. Totally. I live by that myself. Just do a bit of exercise and eat what you want. That's what I think. Exactly. Do what makes you happy. And bread makes me happy. So I don't want to cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Georgina, if we wanted to see you on our TV screens anytime soon, where can we find you? So I'm in a new show called Suspicion, which is a thriller. It's got Uma Thurman in, which is very exciting. Kill Bill, love her. She's amazing. Ooh, amazing. And it's a thriller about these four suspects who there's a kidnapping of this very kind of influential American mogul's son. And these four British people come underline for being accused of it and they're saying they didn't do it but you don't really know if they did it or not and it's kind of a thriller watching this unfold it's called suspicion it's on apple tv plus it comes out on fridays i need something new to watch so i will be tuning in for sure yeah it's good it's good (laughs) yeah it sounds amazing i love a thriller Georgina, it's been so, so nice to talk to you and welcome back home to the UK from from filming and I hope you settle in and get to see all your friends and family again and connect with your, your life back over here. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Oh, thank you. It's been such a joy. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this week's Grazia Life Advice podcast. And thank you, of course, to Georgina Campbell for sharing all of her insights with us. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe. And if you know someone who is trying to get into the acting world, perhaps, then maybe you might like to share the episode with them. See you next week.